Today's scripture is Luke chapter 19, the first 10 verses. Now, while I'm not going to read these directly this morning, there's an important aspect that we can take from the character in this story. And he goes by the name of Zacchaeus. Now, Zacchaeus, just to give a little bit of background history on him, was a tax collector. Now, tax collectors back in the day, and maybe even in the modern world, we still think of bill collectors um, as annoying people who call our phones constantly. Um, But even back in the day, tax collectors were seen as greedy. Tax collectors were uh, seen as stingy, crooked people. But at the same time, they were rich. You see, they would collect taxes for the Roman uh, Empire, but then they would often ask for more money to fill their own pockets. So people would end up taxing more than needed so that they could get by in their life. And often it was way beyond their means. But the point is this. Zacchaeus was a tax collector of those days. And and so Zacchaeus caught word that Jesus was going to pass by through the area that he collected taxes in. And all of a sudden, Zacchaeus had to see who this Jesus was in in real life. But mind you, Zacchaeus was a very short fellow. He's about like me. He's about 5'7", 5'8", not very tall at all. And maybe you can relate this morning. Maybe you wish you were taller. But anyway... Zacchaeus wanted to get a glimpse of Jesus. He was curious of who Jesus was. And so what he did, a few moments before Jesus passed by his area, was he climbed a sycamore tree. And Luke 19 tells the story about this. He climbs the sycamore tree and he eventually he sees Jesus passing by. But then Jesus stops right in the midst of the tracks of Zacchaeus and says, Come down. You shall house me for dinner. You shall house me for a meal. And so Zacchaeus climbs down and is so happy to open his doors to Jesus and show him, I'm sure, all of his his fancy stuff in his house. The commodities that a rich taxpayer of that day would have. But then Jesus calls him out. And Zacchaeus is willing to repent of his sins 
fourfold, Luke 19 tells us. And he's willing to drop all of his riches, all of his worldly possessions, to follow God. I wonder how many of us today are willing to do what Zacchaeus does in Luke chapter 19. But there's really three things that I wanted to hit on that we can learn from Luke chapter number 19 verses 1 through 10. And the first is to repent. You know, we often hear the sinner's prayer and one of the first steps that we have to realize is that we are a sinner and that we need to be forgiven of our sins and repent of those sins. Now, some of us, when we think of forgiveness, repentance, we think of coming to God in prayer and verbally expressing, right? Verbally saying that, Lord, Lord, I am a sinner, please forgive me. And yes, that that is a part of it. You have to acknowledge it. But then the repentance part comes. You see, repentance is more than just saying, Lord, I'm sorry. Repentance has to be a change in living. A willingness to change Maybe your day-to-day way of doing things, your day-to-day routine. Maybe you're consuming something on social media that you shouldn't be consuming. Or maybe you're eating the wrong foods and not taking care of your body as a temple of the Holy Spirit. Whatever it may be, to repent when Jesus calls us to repent he calls us to change our ways of living our ways of thinking for the cost of following Jesus and this is exactly what Zacchaeus does in Luke 19 he he's will he's he's this wealthy tax collector and he's willing to drop it all fourfold the bible tells us to follow Jesus. He's willing to repent of all of that to follow Jesus. Are you willing to repent? Because yes, this world gives pleasures. This world gives enjoyment. But it's only temporary. And in order to experience the kingdom of heaven at its fullest, have to let go of the world. For what does the believer gain if he gains the world? They gain destruction. It's meaningless. It holds no weight. When you're laying on your deathbed, the only thing you're going to be thinking about is, am I going to heaven? Is Jesus going to recognize me? And say, well done, my good and faithful servant. The second thing I see here is faith. Jesus calls us to have faith. 
once we start actively trying to live godly. Now, mind you, it's not all up to us to work our way to Jesus, and thank goodness it's not. But we have to be willing to repent, and then Jesus comes into our lives more readily. And so somewhere in the Bible, it says, Become as a child. Have a childlike faith. This is saying, depend on God, much like an infant or a toddler or a young child depends on its mother, father figure. We must be willing, you know, if we're going to reject the world, and not depend on the riches of this world or anything like that, which are meaningless. We must depend on God, on Jesus. And then the third thing is, okay, once we have that faith, we can actively start putting that faith into our lives, becoming more faithful servants by following Him, by living in our, in our Bibles instead of living on our laptops and phones, by praying to Him and sharing Him with the world and trying to grow closer and closer to Him through following Him and obeying the Scriptures. You see, it's a big cost following Jesus because you you lose everything of the world. You'll definitely be judged for it because it's not the normal thing to do. There's not many believers who are believers outside of church. And so, be an authentic Christian today. I believe that's what Jesus wants you to know today. Be an authentic. Be one of the few that are willing to follow Jesus. Be like Zacchaeus here. Have the same attitude. Have a great day, everyone.